Roughnet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck, hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian Barry Laminat, starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Oh, oh. What's up, Jack? What's up, you damn dirty deckheads? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you guys for being here. Today is Tuesday, January 2nd, 2024. And uh, this is episode number, gosh, I don't even know. Uh, well, I got to go back and look at the Twitches. I have no idea what episode this is. I think it's 733. If I'm not mistaken, hello, how are you? Uh, welcome to the show, folks. Welcome to the program. Happy New Year, everybody. I, 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 I hope you had a fantastic New Year uh, and a happy holidays, whether you're um, celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or whatever Buddhists celebrate, or I'm sure the satanic cult has something going on around this time of year. I don't know what it is. They probably just go around and steal Christmas decorations to pacify Satan. I have no idea. What do Satanists do around this time of year? Where are my Satanists in the chat? Put a one in the chat. Okay. (sighs) Welcome to the show. Looks like we got a hype train going on already. Let's go. Um, Thank you guys for the hype train, man. That's super Of my chat here. I don't know what happened to my rundown. That shit is gone. All right. Oh, dang it. I'm really trying to clean up the show, okay? I'm really trying this year, 2024. I'm honestly trying not to cuss as much, okay? I'm, Tony and Hugh Dab and Alex are Satanist in the chat. That's always good. That's always nice. Um,. Eric and I finally figured out how to use the Twitch sub on the iPhone. It only took me six months to do it. What's up, Eric? Good to see you, brother. Thank you for being here, man. Uh, much appreciated. So, that, that train is long. Um, We got a ton to discuss and talk about today. Um, sports-wise, non-sports-wise. Show-wise, life-wise, career-wise, wise guys. I don't know. I'm just rolling with it. Um, I, uh, I did not accomplish what I wanted to accomplish over the break, over my break. Um, I took off, oh gosh, what was our last show? 
Oh, shoot. I just closed the stupid uh, rundown. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to. When was our last show? Our last show was. Uh, let's see. Going back to Christmas. December the 21st. Last show was not Halloween, Tony. Shut it up. I think the last show was December 21st. In fact, I could just I could just go to Twitch and look at it. I don't know why I have to make things so difficult all the time. Maybe because that's my middle name. Actually, it's Barrett, but you know, some some people might might say it's difficult. Uh, let's see, creator dashboard and content video producer. Uh, yes, December 21st, episode 732. Expires in three days. So if you haven't watched it, that still that reminds me, I still need to get the, uh, I upload the show to YouTube, but I don't make it public. I need to do that for podcasting purposes, uh, but I don't do that yet. I do podcast the show. So if you listen to podcasts and you miss a show and you want to listen, you can absolutely do that. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Uh, what else do people listen to it on? Ham radio? AM? I don't know. I don't know where you listen to podcasts. I tried. So. All right. I should have taken an Adderall. Uh, I was, you know, a typical human being at this time of year. I was like, all right, Barry, you got to get your fat ass up and moving. You have not worked out. You have not done anything since like January of last year, and it's time. So today was the first day. Um, I weighed in at a whopping. This is the fattest I've ever been. Um, Not proud of it. I weighed in at a whopping 218 and a half pounds. Emotional damage. Yeah, that that one stung. My previous fat record, my my pre, my previous record, uh, was two sixteen. So I'm now two and a half pounds fatter than I've ever been in my whole dumb fat life. And I was like, I just got to do something. My self esteem is at an all time low. Um, my health is at an all time low. I got to get up and at least just get moving, right? Just do something. So first things first, uh, like with Nora's insurance, they have this thing called Virgin pulse. And no, I don't mean Virgin, like Steven Uzik's a virgin. I mean like Virgin, like Virgin Atlantic, right? The, the, the weirdo guy. Also Steven Uzik's a weirdo guy, but nonetheless, um, so they give you a free, um, you get a, you get to use Noom for free. So last year I signed up and then was like, this is stupid. And then I didn't use it. And then this year I was like, I'll commit it. I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it good. So I went to set it all up and it had all of last year's stuff in it. And I was like, well, that's all changed. They're like, well, we're sorry. You can't reset it unless you resubscribe or cancel your subscription and make a new one. I was like, yeah, but I get it free through this thing. And they were like, well. You just have to pay for it. I was like, well, this is stupid. I hate you. And I hope Noom goes bankrupt. Okay. I'll just put that out there. 2024. Hey, Barry, what is your wish for 2024? I hope Noom goes bankrupt. Guess they're not going to be advertising on this show this year. 
So I was like, I got to track food. I got to track workouts. Um, and uh, well, first things first, tracking food. No problem. I could do that. That's easy. Except that my wife, I went to have some fruit today. I didn't even know what that was. I was like, what is fruit? I had to Google it. I was like, I don't even know. Is that a kind of chip? What is what is this fruit you speak of? Is this a is this a is this a, a delicacy in a foreign land? Apparently not. Apparently, fruit is readily available at all grocery stores nationwide. And some bodegas. I would not eat fruit bodega or bodega fruit, though. You might be eating actual fruit flies. Um, But my wife, my wife, my wife went out and did the worst possible thing imaginable. She bought grapes with seeds in them. Because apparently, apparently, the new ringy dingy to get good luck in 2024 is to eat grapes under a table. I have never heard of this in my dumbass life. I'm 49. I'm going to be 50 this year. <laughs> oh, saying it out loud makes it hurt so bad. I'm going to be 50 this year. I have never, bring it in. I have never heard of this. What is this? Apparently, it's all the rage now. I was on um, social media. I was on Facebook, and somebody was like, hey, black IPs aren't working. What are we doing? And I was like, ha, that's funny. And then somebody goes, um, Peyton said if you eat grapes, you'll find a man. And I was like, is this why my wife bought so many grapes? She bought a lot of grapes. I was like, you're either going to find a lot of men or one fantastic man. But she bought a lot of grapes. And then I brought this to her attention. She's like, that's not what it's for. That's not it at all. And I was like, well, what is it? And I don't know. And I still haven't looked it up. She said something about luck. But the thing is, if you eat grapes at the stroke of midnight, you're supposed to eat grapes under the table. And I'm not kidding you guys. My wife... At 11.55 is like, hey, let's go to the kitchen. It's almost time. I was like, babe, I am not getting under the table and eating the grapes. I will eat the grapes. I am not climbing my big fat ass under our kitchen table to eat grapes. I'm not doing that. So, So we ate grapes. But my wife just didn't buy any old grape. She didn't buy green grapes. She didn't buy those cotton candy grapes at H-E-B. No, no. My wife bought big, fat, juicy, red grapes with seeds in them. Who's buying grapes with seeds in them? This is preposterous. This is an outrage. I was like, why did you do this? I bit the first grape and I damn near chipped a tooth. I was like, what did you do? Did you buy seeded grapes? She goes, well, there was a rush on grapes. I was like, how many women around here need a man? So she buys seeded grapes, and I have to make my way through these seeds. 
not just on New Year's, but now to eat healthy. And then I recalled, you know what? This, you know what? Eating seeded grapes, it's like eating crawfish. It's too much work for the outcome. There's just not enough meat on a grape to warrant all the work you got to do because you can never just spit the seed out unless you're outside. Then you can just. But if you're inside, you're, unless you're a savage or unless you live, I don't know, in a lean-to like Joe Pro, you can't just spit seeds. You know what I mean? So you've got this bowl and you're like, and they don't come out. They don't fall off. And then they just and you're like licking the bowl. It's just a damn mess. It's awful. It's the crawfish of fruit. Seeded grapes are. That spit everywhere. So... So this already makes me just want to go, okay, I'm just going to eat French fries. You know what I don't have a problem with in French fries? Seeds. I don't have seeds in French fries. French fries go down super easy. I don't need a little extra bowl. I got my grape bowl and I got my seed bowl. It's like eating wings. I got to have a discard plate for grapes. No, thanks. I'll just go back to waffle fries. It's ridiculous. Anyways. I eat my fruit and I decide I don't stretch. I was supposed to do like five minute stretches. And then I was like, that's for girls. I'm just going to go for a walk. Cause my wife was like, Hey babe, why don't you go running? And I was like, <laughs> what? You know, there was a time in my life not too long ago where I could just take off and go run and knock out two to three miles. No problem. Now it might be a 10 minute mile, but I could do it. I was like, there's, I couldn't run my mouth really well. I'm that out of shape. I got sore hanging a TV. Okay. I, this, this is not, uh, this is not an in shape body. So I was like, nah, I think I'll just start with walking. All right. Now this brings me full circle back to my rant. The beginning of it. Um, I, going to go for a walk and I was going to listen to a podcast on what I wasn't very sure I am I am in the process of trying to figure out what am I going to do this year with this with this with this with this with this with all of it what's going on in my career I've been doing this a decade you know what I mean I've been doing radio sports talk radio and I've been doing stand-up comedy for uh, over 10 years now. And it, it's time to shit or get off the pot is how I feel. You know what I mean? Like, I just, this is do or die. This is make or break. This is 2024 is the two-minute warning. I could still win, but I got to put together a fantastic drive. And that's just like, that's it. I mean, I just feel like that's where I'm at. I look at the stats. I look at my revenue and income as a comic and as a sports talk guy, you know, nobody in this town will hire me. Uh, everybody says I should be on air, but nobody wants to put me on air. So it's just like, okay, maybe I'm just being dumb and naive and I just need to quit. So it's like, I'll just give it one more year. I'll give it the old college try one more time. I'll invest some, some serious money and effort into this as a last hoorah and you know if it fails it fails um and by the way i i intentionally do not have the chat up and we'll get to that in a second okay so if you're like mad at me because i'm not chatting i apologize 
Um, I just need to get these thoughts out. And then the chat can sometimes be super distracting. So, um, you know, I, I want, I, and, and don't get me wrong. I want to succeed. I want this to be successful, but as of right now, it's just not happening. Right? Like, it's just like, I love the show and the show is a good show and it's a fun show. But we're not growing. In fact, we're shrinking. We're losing people, not gaining people. You know what I mean? So some things have to change. I can't sustain this forever. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to you guys. It's not fair to Nora. Um, and the same is true for comedy. You know, I've got to, I've got to f- figure something out, make it work. So um, one of the things that I put on my social media, if we're friends on Facebook or maybe you saw it on Twitter, but you know what? I don't know. Maybe I need to get a publicist or a um, a brand, a personal brand manager, which sounds so stupid. Well, that's what I, that's what I guess I am. Uh, or maybe I need to get a social media manager, one or all of the three. I don't know what the real difference is. I think I do, but you know, I don't know. I need to I need to interview them and talk to them and and, and find people that have that experience and. Uh, I found one, and uh, my boy Spoon, who is, by the way, one of our newest Patreon members. Did I give Spoon his proper shout-out on this show? I can't even remember. If not, I need to. So I need to, I need to, I need to, somebody remind me tomorrow. But I got to get Spoon's slide made. Anyways, uh, Spoon... Connected me with somebody who big leagued me. I won't I won't mention names in the market, right? But Spoon was like, hey, you should talk to this person. They're good people like you are, and they've been having some success with this other person who's managing their career. And I was like, dope. So I tagged that person in the same comment. I was like, hey, what's up? I'll send you a friend request. Maybe we can connect. And they ignored it. Which, whatever. Okay, um... I find it interesting that there are people in this market who would have the job of, I don't know, producer that would feel themselves higher and mightier than thou. But okay, it's whatever. Good for you, man. You got to, you know, walk that walk, talk that talk, feel that feel. If you, you're not big, if you don't believe you're big, right? So yeah, so this dude big league me and that's cool. I stalked his Facebook for a second. No, it wasn't Shaw. Oh, I thought you said it was shock. I gotta stop looking at the chat, damn it. Um, but anyways, I found a person who does that and they've been uh looks like they've been helping this person kind of grow and stuff. So I was like, okay, gotta make that happen. So I put together what I thought was a well-crafted to the point post of, hey, look, I'm looking for a a, a publicist or a social media manager or a personal brand manager. I don't know. I, I hated to use uh, that that there's some somebody or one of those three or combinations that would know how that has experience, and that's kind of the key. That has experience growing somebody that does what I do. And I I put media personality because I didn't want to put influencer because I'm not an asshole. I hate that term so much. But that's kind of what it is. It's like, oh, it's influencer management. Oh my God. I no. I, I just say media personality, um, but that's kind of what the what the business side of things is calling it. Anyways, it's disgusting. Um, so I put out the call for that, and 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 folks, folks, listen, <laughs> big news 
Um, I don't want to say I found the right person, <laughs> but somebody has already reached out, sent me a resume and said, I would like to be your social media manager. And they have, I mean, listen, I didn't, I didn't look up their clientele yet, but they have four followers on Twitter and I just feel like this is the, this is it. I'm like, wow, social media manager and you're killing it. I mean, killing it. Good for you. They have a social media company that they sent me the name for that that weirdly I can't find on social media, but they have four, not three. Huh. None of that rookie three stuff. They have four followers on Twitter. So things are looking up. Things are looking up. So I went for a walk today and I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll find some podcasts that I can listen to on like brand management or personal brand management or whatever. God, these words and phrases just make me cringe. But I was like, maybe I can find something. Guess what? I can't. There's it's just all run of the mill. You can sit. You can tell it's just salesy people that have no idea what they're doing. And, and what I found is two things. One, it's hard as hell to find a podcast that you're looking for if it's not some one of the, like, you know, major... Uh, I mean, yeah, you could go find a good sports podcast, but, it, you know, it's going to be one of the ten that you get offered right up front with, like, you know, The Herd or whatever. But if you just go looking for, like, kind of a niche type thing, good luck. Good luck. It is just in, in 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 this realm. I was I typed in personal brand management, and every podcast that popped up in Apple Podcasts was something preneur. I was just like, oh my god! I hope you all go out of business. I really do. If you titled your podcast something preneur, I saw mom print mom preneur. I saw uh, what was it? It was like. Uh, enter entertainment preneur, like, bro, what do we do? Just adding preneur to the end of whatever the hell it is you do doesn't make you an expert. It's stupid. So that was disgusting and that consumed my walk, but I got my walk in and I came back and I'm prepared to rock out, uh, for 2024. So, um, I want to know. In the chat, if you made a New Year's resolution, and I want to know what that resolution is. So first things first, let me go back to stream manager. Uh, I'm going to make a poll, new poll. Did you make a New Year's, New Year's, damn, I can't type. Uh, so go answer the poll. Did you make a new year's resolution? Yes or no? Five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Fat, fat entrepreneur. Uh, answer the poll now. <sighs> hey, yo, what's up? Um, let me, uh, what's up? Uh, shrimp boat Dana. 
Um, so answer the poll. And then what I want to know is if you said yes, then I would like to know what your new year's resolution is. Um, if you have multiple, just give me the one that's most important to you. I'd like to know that in the chat. So put it in the chat. Um, I have not made a new year's resolution yet. I think the new year is always a time for me to kind of refocus, uh, to kind of dial it in. But, um, I haven't made one yet. And, um, I, you know, I, I'd set goals every year and I don't even know. I did set some goals last year, but I didn't even come close to achieving them. Not even close. And part of that was my fault. And part of it was some other folks fault. Um, but mostly my fault. I control my own destiny and I let myself down. So, um, I don't know yet. I know what I want. Actually, I, I shouldn't even say that. I know what I want at a 50,000 foot level, right? I want to be able to do this and comedy and earn a, a good living doing it. Right. I was talking to Jen yesterday a text and I was like you know what I'd really love I'd love to be I don't want to be like super rich and famous I don't need to be you know Kevin Hart or, or any of that bullshit I would just like to make a good comfortable living doing something I enjoy which is this and comedy so uh, and I told Jen I was like you know Jen I'd love nothing more than to be big enough and have made it enough where I could pay you and pay Jenny as mom just to work for me and, and, and actually pay you guys what you earn. Um, rather than just being like, sorry. Um, so yeah, that's kind of goals, right? That's, I just want to be, uh, uh, I want this to be something that I can do. So why is the alerts not working? Hey, gummit. I think, uh, that maybe fixed it. We'll find out. Um, so, yeah. And by the way, I have to thank you guys for all these hype trains. Let me just get here real quick and say, Alan, thank you for resubscribing to the channel for 23 months. That is amazing. Happy New Year to you. Chris Reyes, thank you for resubscribing for 21 months. He said, let's start the new year, right? Uh, Jesus sent in six bits. Thank you, buddy. Uh, and nine bits. Alan Denson sent in 200. Jared Taylor sent in 1,000. What? He said, finally got Twitch to let me buy bits. That's crazy, bro. I don't, that's weird. P-Ran Dizzle. Resubscribe for 20 months. Thank you, my friend. The hype train was rolling. Uh, Homo Astros fan with 100 bits. Eric Resendez, subscribe with Prime. They've been subscribed for 11 months now. Hugh Dab with 69 bits. The hype train got all the way to level two, 44%. And I appreciate you guys. Um, Heartthrob gave another 69. I like it. Keith resubscribed for 23 months. And JD Productions followed the show two hours ago. And I believe that's it. Oh, no, I missed Chris from Sam Houston's one bit to start the year. He said, first? Yes, you were the first bit. I don't believe you're the first person. I believe Steven, the weather guy was first. Uh, so there you go. Thank you guys for that. Uh, DJ Maddie said, go get a cat and I shall uh, eventually. Now, um, what's up to everybody in the chat or let's talk. 
it's just us gals, right? We haven't had a huge raid yet, and we've got to be on our best behavior for outsiders. But uh, let's talk for a minute. Now, I, I do want to see your um, New Year's resolution. So let's see that. What's up, Shock? Good to see you, buddy. Um, probably should have DM'd that person. Adding someone in the comments is never the move. Um, I'm not sure what you're referencing, Amos. Oh, Jared said maybe a small graphic on the screen that says chat off so we know. That's a really good idea, Jared. That is a really good idea. Yeah, not a not a bad idea at all. Uh, I dig that. Chat off. And I need spoons live. Yeah, that's a really good idea. That way, you know, I can focus because I do get distracted by looking at the chat. And uh, it causes problems. Now, uh, Hugh Dab said, how old are you? I, I assume you're talking to me. I'm 49, bro. I'm 49. I'm very glad I could uh, make it into the chat today. Yeah, man, thanks for being here. I appreciate that. Um, so... <sighs> Uh, let's talk. Hey, what's up, McLovin? Let's talk about the show for a second. Let's talk about the direction of the show. And I do want y'all's feedback on this. Okay. Now I've asked on the discord and very few people have actually taken the time to reply. So if you're a member of the Patreon, uh, and you have access to the discord under the Barry on deck channel, the show channel, uh, I asked a question. Um, I, I, I said, you know, what would the perfect show rundown look like to you? Like, what would the perfect show look like? If, if Barry on deck, if you were the producer and a lot of you have said in the past, you'd want to produce, um, even though I don't think you'd have the, the gall or the wherewithal to handle it. It's a lot. Um, so let's see. Uh, see what I mean by the chat being distracting. So what? Um, what is your perfect show look like? And I ask this because one, I'm always trying to make this show better. I'm always trying to improve. I'm always trying to. Um, make sure that I'm giving you guys the best show uh, that, that I can. And not everybody is, um, not everybody is going to be, be able to, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make everybody happy, right? Um, as I said in the post on the Discord, some of you just don't even care if we talk sports. Don't give a shit about sports. You just are here for the jokes and the fun and the entertainment and whatever else. Maybe just to support. And some of you really want to talk and get into sports and get detailed and, and break it down and all that. And, and a lot of you fall kind of in the middle. So what I find is struggling with um, a, a, a show direction uh, in that regard and, and appeasing the masses while also 
uh, appeasing the P1s. If you don't know what a P1 is, it's a radio term for like a, a diehard hardcore listener. Um, for those of you that are on Patreon, you're P1s because you're like, I love this show and I want this show to continue. And I, and, and you, you, you love the show and, and you want to support me and the show and you want to make sure that it keeps going. So you're, you would be considered a P1 in radio terms. Um, you know, if you can support the show, whether it be financially or otherwise, you do so. So that's the juggling act, right? Is balancing making the P1s happy because they're the glue. And without the P1s right now, honestly, the show just doesn't happen. And and figuring out how to grow it. Um, so... And I think that there's, you know, like I said, there's different categories. There's those of you that just want the jokes and the fun and the the stories and the the craziness. Um, and then there are those of you that that want the sports. And then there are those of you that you know are just like whatever. It's a it's a weird mix. And making everybody happy is very very difficult. And the same is true making <clears throat> making the P ones happy versus having a show that's universal and um, you know open to growth. So that's the struggle. So I ask you, what does your perfect show look like? And I, and I bring this up too, because we had somebody, I won't say who, um, but we had a member of Patreon cancel their subscription and not renew. Now that's not something new. We've had that over and over. I mean, at one point we had 130 Patreon members and it's been a rolling membership. Um, we're down to like 94, I believe. And some people cancel because they, they just can't afford it. And I get that. And they've, and some people cancel because they just don't like me or the show anymore. It's just not their thing. Or I've said something to offend them or upset them. So they cancel because of that. So there's a lot of reasons why people cancel. Um, so that's, that's, you know. But I, Jen and I try to reach out when people cancel and ask, hey, you know, help us get better. Help us make this show better. Help, help me be better as a host. What, what is the reason that you canceled? Um, and, you know, if you don't mind sharing that with us. And this person said, well, it's just not the same show that I watched when you were on YouTube. When you were on YouTube, you know, it was fun. And, um, it was, you know, I, I, it was about sports and it was entertaining and there was, you know, non-sports and now it just seems like the whole show is just you, um, yelling people's names that donate bits. It's just, it seems to be all about the money. And in fact, I'll read you the. Get you the quote. Let me go to the Discord and read the quote real quick because I don't want to. I'm butchering what they said because they put it in a way that was, I thought, eloquent. Um, yeah, they said, quote, um, the show isn't what it was when I started watching when you were on YouTube. This was more sports. Uh, the, it was more sports and entertainment. Now it seems like half the show is shouting out people who give you money and reading comments from the chat. And that's fine. That's just not for me anymore. Good luck to you, though. And we actually had a pretty decent back and forth conversation. 
And he actually gave me some really good ideas and good advice on how to handle it all. Um, but I put it out there. What do you guys think? Because there is a part where I would feel like an asshole if you guys are, you know, financially supporting the show with bits or with subscriptions. And to not acknowledge that would be foolhardy. To not acknowledge that would just be disrespectful. Um, but it can disrupt the flow of the show if there's a hype train or whatever. Um, and so it's a, it's a fine balance, right? Because also, I mean, let's just be real. That stuff is what keeps this show on the air. I could not do this show for free. Um, so I think the, the, the question or questions is when I say what's a perfect show for you, does it, you know, what is it? Is it, is it all sports? Is it all no sports? Is it, is it no chat? Is it all chat? Is it, uh, no hype trains and no bits, no subs. It's all advertising based. It's all running ads every 15 minutes. Like it's a radio station. What, what's the, what's the balance? What do you look for? And, uh, Jared Taylor had a really good one. He said two to three would be shout out to the chat, hot topics and chat interactions from three to four. It would be headlines and sports with little to no chat. And from four to five, non-sports, sports and chat interaction. And I was like, bro, that's exactly the kind of stuff I'm looking for. Like, that's a really, that's really good feedback. So Jaron Taylor is the only one that did the homework, by the way. I mean, other people got good input. But Jared actually played producer for a minute and broke down, at least it broke it down by hour and not necessarily by uh, um, uh, just, you know, general input. So um, so let me see real quick here. Um, so so I brought all that up because I do want your feedback. You can email it to me. Uh, where the hell is my email? There it is. Barry at BarryOnDeck.com if you have ideas for the show or ways you think I can improve this show. I am all ears because I really do want this show to be fun for everybody. And I want to try to make as many people as I can. Um, I, I want as many people as possible to enjoy the show. Am I going to make everybody happy? No, but I've, I've been doing this long enough to know that. Okay, so. And you're not going to hurt my feelings. I, I want you to know that. I mean, sometimes it's, you, you know, it's tough to hear criticism, but that's what it's about sometimes is tough love. So, you know, let it fly. There's the email. Let it fly. Barry at BarryOnDeck.com. Email me. Give me your thoughts. How can we make the show better in 2024? I welcome the input if you didn't already put it in the chat or on the Discord. I asked you what your New Year's resolutions were. By the way, I saw Chris from Sam Houston said that he is a... Uh, does brand and digital marketing for a living. Um, that's interesting, Chris. Um, hit me up. I mean, do you do personal brand management like individuals or is it really more for like, are you like a marketing or digital guy for a big company or whatever? I don't know. Hit me up. Let's talk. Let's chat. Um, I am just going to be talking to people and interviewing people and seeing who matches up and who, who, who makes, you know, what. Uh, I asked about... New Year's resolutions, Jeff Bells was to stop smoking and gain 20 pounds. That's a really good one, Jeff. Jeff, um, if you want to stop smoking, and I highly encourage you to do so, and you will gain 20 pounds once you quit, 
Um, check out something like Zyban. That's what I was on. I had tried everything. I had tried the patch. I had tried to quit smoking cold turkey. I had tried to quit smoking warm turkey. Um, I turkey on rye. Like I, I actually had like uh, there was a point where I was wearing uh, two patches and still smoke. I mean, it was the hardest thing I've ever done was trying to quit smoking. I failed so many times. Uh, but when I finally made up my mind to do so, doctor put me on Zyban and the rest is history. I haven't smoked since, I don't know, maybe 2003, 2000 and yeah, 2003 or 2004. So it's either been 20 or 21 years since I quit smoking. It's not bad considering I'm almost 50. So, uh, I've almost got to half my life of not smoking. In fact, I smoked for, I started at 13 and I think I quit at 30. So I smoked for 17 years. That's a long time. Uh, so good luck to you on that, man. If you got questions or concerns, hit me up. I having been through it. I know how difficult it is to stop smoking. So happy to provide any insight I can. Uh, Steven, the weather guy said, is that Dana Holgerson? He works on a shrimp boat now. Yes, I believe so. Chris said, I want to drop some pounds. There you go. I resolved to do that for at least a few days this year, but not all of them. Okay. Uh, some same as always drop some of this weight. I said heartthrob. Yeah, that's uh, that's always a good one. It's always important. Uh, let's see. Alex said no resolution, just trying to grow the small biz, bro. Um, I am much better at, at advice, obviously, than doing it, but I will tell you that it's all about marketing, marketing, marketing. That's it. Sales and marketing, bro. You want to grow? Sales and marketing. The rest you can... It takes care of itself, but sales and marketing is the key. Uh, P. Randall said, just happy to be here. Well, I'm just happy you're here. So, talk, you know what, Alex? You should talk to Patrick Randall. He's had some success growing a business. He understands what it takes. Um, what's up, Cisco? Good to see you, buddy. I'll see you this weekend. The graphics should say, shut the fuck up. I'm talking. No, I was trying not to cuss and say the F word, Steven. it, man. I really, that was one of my mentals for the year was like, you know what? How about you do a show that is suitable for people to listen to in the office, at work, on the radio. And then that way, if you try to sell the show to radio, it's already radio ready and friendly. So that's kind of uh, one of the things in the back of the head, uh, the back of the coconut. Um, so damn you. Donna said, I like your hoodie. Thank you, Donna. It's a couple years old. Um. Honestly, I wore this on the walk. Now, don't think of me as dirty because I didn't shower after my walk. First of all, it's 35 degrees outside. I didn't sweat. Second of all, I just need to brag on myself for a moment. Um, today is January 2, and I've already showered twice. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I know. I know. What? Uh, Shock said I'm resolving for finishing any one of the several writing projects I've been working on the last few years. Oh, I forgot to text you back. Uh, but I did see your text. And I need to hit you back. Speaking of writing. Uh, yeah, you got to do that, Shock. That's, see, that's writing's not my thing. And that's what I was going to text you back was like, I just want to perform. 
Like, I, I mean, I'll write jokes, but like writing for, you know, TV or whatever. Ah, I just want to perform. That's what I love. I don't love any of this other shit. I just love performing. So, uh, Amos said the guy that big league you probably didn't like being added in the comments. Oh, but I didn't start that. The guy that, that, uh, yeah, somebody else tagged him was like, Hey, talk to so-and-so. And I was like, Oh, dope. Yeah. I'll send you a friend request. I didn't ask him about anything else. I just said, Oh yeah, I'll send you a friend request. Cause how else would he know I sent it? And who, who I am if I don't let him know. So, I don't know. If that's, if that's the case, it's okay. You're a little too, maybe, maybe social media is not your thing. You're a little too sensitive for social media. If just a generic random convo on a Facebook wall and you're losing your mind. Okay. I'm gathering my thoughts to answer. Please do, Cisco. Please do. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Barry, I am also the heaviest I've been. Let's crush this weight loss. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Hugh Dapp said, first, I would start with a long monologue and interact with chatters. Then I would do sports headlines. Then I would include some sensitivity bats. Call my mom around four, then just hang out for an hour. Okay. I mean, that was literally what the show is already. Some skibbity paps. I'm here for the fun, but understand the sports, uh, that you're sports oriented. Okay. Good, good, good. Um, Total Dallas said, I'm happy. Thank you, Total Dallas. Jared Taylor said, I'm a P1, and I give zero bleeps about you catering to me. I love you, sir. Very that's nice. why you're ah, very nice. Thank you, truck driver Pooga. I don't know what that, where did that come from? That was weird. I think that was the wrong uh, audio. Thank you, Charger Driver Pookie, for the uh, 50 bits. Sup, dickheads? No, we're not taking shots. That's the other thing. Got to stop. Got to slow down on the drinking a lot, a lot. Uh, Chris said no one reached out to me. Hmm. I don't know what that means. Um, You need to decide what the show direction will be. If you're doing fun sports talk, as the tagline says, it should be 70% sports, 30% fun. Okay. Um, got it. Noted. You dad said I give bits to be acknowledged. It doesn't work at home, unfortunately. Uh, all right. Amos said rundown one opening monologue, two sports rundown, three get into the sports, four fun time mixed with sports. Oh, zip the uh, shout out to the chat. So you don't like the shout out to the chat. Okay. Opening monologue, sports, three get into the sports. So when you say sports rundown, you mean the headlines? So open uh, headlines, sports, uh, fun time, fun and sports. So Amos is very sports oriented. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, Clarence said, uh, legit question, do you still have a rundown sheet like you did at the beginning? I do, but but honestly, I've been very derelict in filling it out. Now I use slides as my rundown. Now, instead of having a rundown, which I do just, it's almost just for notes, and I have some, like, standby stuff in case the show comes to a grinding halt. 
Uh, but yeah, I have been kind of derelict. I used to sit down and just come up with a, a thousand different topics that I would never get to per show. And maybe I need to get back to that. Maybe I need to get back to the roots of it. Um, I think though, if I'm being honest with you, Clarence, getting back to the roots of it, the reason why I think I look at it and go, is even doing that, we didn't really grow. We had an initial spike, but I think that came from the curiosity of it all and from COVID and everything else. Um, but, you know, in the midst of doing all that, there really wasn't much growth there. So, I don't know. But, but it's, a, it's a good point. I need to get back to the uh, filling out a complete uh, rundown. Um, love you, Donna, but you can't smoke and take the meds patch. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. You can smoke and take the meds like Zyban. You just can't smoke and wear the patch. That's not, that's not good. <clears throat> Shut up. QDAP said 21 years. Let's go. I've barely been alive that long. I hate you. What's up, Perry? Uh, happy new year to you, Catfish. Giving up tobacco and nicotine. Let's go. That's one thing I am not giving up is cigars. I love my cigars way too much to give them up. That is my happy moment. That is my happy place. So, no. Uh, Cisco said, I resolved to become more focused in general and to be more present with my wife and kids. That's a great one. That is a great one, Cisco. What was that? Yeah, that's definitely the wrong noise. Uh, Dre, thank you for the sub, buddy. Dr. Dre just resubscribed for 18 months. Doctor is in and the horns didn't deserve to be in the top four. Oh, well, go figure. We're going to get to it. I promise. We're just getting all the New Year's chitter chatter out of the way. Uh, Let's see. I did big league shock. Uh, I just he he's he wanted to include me on a writing project. I'm like, I don't like to write. Like That's not big leaguing. Shut up, Jared. Shock's like one of the few friends I have, okay? Wouldn't big league him. Barry just needs Keith Lee to say show's good. <laughs> Amos, that's hilarious, bro. That is hilarious. Um, Just push the dump button, Barry. Yeah, I need a dump button. Hey, here is the results of the poll. Nope, that's raid. View results. <clears throat> um, you guys... <clears throat> I don't know why I just ended up sounding like John McClane right there. Uh, results of the poll is not that. I'll tell you that dang much. What was that? There we go. 84% of you did not make a New Year's resolution. Wow. I mean, we only had 19 votes, but 84% of you said, nah. I'm not going to lie to myself. I get that. I get that. QDAP said Barry gives off big D energy. <laughs> no, that is definitely <laughs> no. Um, Alex said one more shower than last year, and I hate your guts. Shock says I couldn't imagine doing what you do, feel more comfortable putting the stories together. You see? See? Shock would rather write, and I would rather perform. There you go. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Nasty Nate, the chat takes too long. Got it. That's why I'm eliminating it. 
Uh, don't get dragged into the all sports mindset that blew up what was working at 97.5 and then crashed and burned. Oh, don't worry. Uh, oh. What? Oh. No, I, I definitely couldn't do that. I definitely wouldn't and couldn't do that. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. I speak for myself, but you coming from radio and having the first 15 minutes of banter then getting into the sports is kind of what the people like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a 50-50 or 50 sports, 50 bull crap. Okay. I miss you, Clarence. Uh, I'll unblock you for 2024. Yes, sports headlines, entertainment headlines, going fun time. Got it. Uh, what's up, Flimsy Cherry? Listen to more Barry in 2024. Oh, you're the best, Flimsy Cherry. Thank you so much for that. Uh, let's see. Let's see. The big thing for you is to focus, focus, focus. The focus. You must focus. Yeah, uh, that's true. That is true. Um, most of us are broken beyond repair. No need for resolutions. That is true. He got me nap trapped right now. Don't know what that is. 84% of the time works every time. And done. Okay. Um, open a listener phone line. God, that would be a disaster. I feel like that would be a disaster. Is that, would you guys like that? I think, I think you guys, I think people in general uh, like to hear their voice, like to. Okay. Shock. Shock said, God, no. See, it's, that's what's funny is guys that have done this and do this are like, Ugh. no, no. And it's not because all of you have bad takes. Or, you know, that we don't like you. It's just that a lot of times once the spotlight is on or it's time to go and then people freeze up. They're not used to it. And so if you were to if I were to let you guys twitch in and get on camera and and, you know, it, it'd be a lot. of uh, 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 And not only that, but it would also be like. Um, it would be a lot of shitty phones. And all we would see is your, you'd be like, Hey Barry. Uh, yeah, I got, um, I, um, I, uh, first time, uh, first time caller. Um, I, uh, I had a question. I, uh, uh, I wanted to talk about, uh, Jackson's. Do you think they have can, Super Bowl? Are they, can they, um, you think the Texans go Super Bowl? I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> no, we can't can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah. Long time first time. It'd be a lot of people trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Taco Existential? Being knowledgeable and being able to present that knowledge is two different things. Amen. Amos, I'd love to see you hang up on bad calls. It'd be a lot of that. It'd definitely be a lot of that. That'd definitely be a lot of that. There's a reason why no listens to Sports Talk in Houston. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, let's get to some sports talk then. I mean, you know, how about I just F off and quit crying and uh, we talk about all the plethora, the damn. Now, the weird thing is today uh, I did not do sports headlines um, because, and, and I have a good explanation I just, I didn't, I didn't have time, uh, forgot. And, um, yeah, I just didn't, I didn't get to it. 
Uh, so that's on me. That's on me. And there's a lot, but you know, we're going to get to more important things here. Uh, hold on. What, what the, this is the other, only other problem that I have <clears throat> is trying to, um, like make slides and stuff on the fly. That can be, that could be a bit of a burden. Um, I would like, okay, that's a bit uncomfortable. Oh. Hmm. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to figure out what happened here. <laughs> Maybe that'll work. Uh, okay. Let's see. Do 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 do. Um. All right. <clears throat> Where should we start? Should we just work backwards? Should we just start with last night's game? And work backwards. Should we just start? What, what? What? What was that? Oh my god! I don't even know where that came from. Tears of joy. Uh. Okay. Somebody got timed out. Heartthrob timed out. Total dollars. Change your pick. You knew the bet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Yeah. You did. There was a bet between Heartthrob and uh, Total Dallas, Cowboys, Dolphins. And we didn't have a show last week, so you got to pay up Total Dallas. Don't be uh, don't be that guy. So let's start. Let's start with last night's game. Um, the final game. And I tried to watch this thing. Hey, what's up, Ian? I tried to watch this bad boy last night. Late at night, and I'll be damned if Fubo on a Samsung smart TV uh, cooperates. It was maddening how how many problems I had. Uh, that said, I finished it up the last five or seven minutes or so this morning. Didn't really miss much other than some bad play calling. Kind of like the end of the Bama-Michigan game. Um, but if you missed it. In the college football playoffs last night, yesterday, Washington beat Texas 37-31. Um, look, let's first of all, let's just give props and credit where credit is due. Both of these were really good college football games. Both of these were really good playoff games. Uh, even a hater like me who was mad and angry and upset that Florida State was shunned from these here playoffs. I have to admit, and credit where credit is due, these were good football games. These were fun football games. And that's the wrong seedings. Washington wasn't one, and Texas wasn't four. That was two, three uh, on your screen. But it was really good. It was a really good football game um, for different reasons. Right, like watching uh, Michael Penix Jr. sling the ball around the field was a lot of fun. Um, and kind of did what we knew he was capable of doing. Texas surprisingly 
held its own, kind of mounted a late rally. That first half, 21-21 at the half. You just two good football teams going at it. And really and truly, if you want to get down to it, where Texas, and you could be like, well, they had more, you know, look, look, uh, Texas couldn't, uh, they, they couldn't stop the pass. Or you can say that uh, Washington couldn't stop the run. Look, this game came down to one moment. Not one moment. I mean, it really did the last play of the game, which was a terrible play call. But this came down to, um, well, just, just put a different way. This game came down to really one quarter. This sequence of events is the reason that Texas lost. This sequence of events that you see on your screen, that's the real reason that Texas lost this playoff game. To start the third quarter, they give up a touchdown to Washington. They fumble in the first play. Washington goes down and kicks a field goal. They come out, run four plays, and punt. Washington kicks a field goal after that, and then they fumble again. Going in, This is in the fourth quarter now. But that first sequence, touchdown, fumble, field goal, punt, field goal, that field goal didn't come until the fourth quarter, but that drive started it in the third quarter. And you can see some stats that I put on your screen there. Texas ran five plays in the third quarter. Washington ran 23. Texas, zero points. They held the ball for two minutes and 21 seconds. Washington, on the other hand, put up 10 points in the third quarter, held the ball for 12-plus minutes, 12.48, almost 13 minutes. And uh, they're in 23 plays. They just ran away with it. Because if you look at the scoring by quarter, Texas put up, you know, they, they outscored Washington in the fourth quarter. They put up 10 Washington had the six, including the field goal you see there. So they Texas defense buckled down in the fourth quarter. But by then, it was too late. By then, it was over. <clears throat> um, but I wasn't, I, I'm sure if you're a Texas fan, you're disappointed in maybe that last sequence of plays. That last drive, there was some questionable things. But I'll tell you what, we could go back, and I don't have the video of um, of the last two plays. But Texas really got lucky to even get another playoff in this game. Here's why, all right? Um, on the second-to-last play of the game, uh, Quinn Ewers is rolling out and he throws the ball away and the ball goes out of bounds, but it, it hits someone on the sidelines. And once it touches somebody on the sidelines, it's a dead ball. That really saved them because if that ball kind of sails and doesn't like hit something or touch, that clock really actually runs an extra second or possibly an extra second. And there's no final play to begin with. So go back and watch that sequence and you'll see that, man, they kind of got lucky that he threw it and hit somebody, which stopped the clock with about a second left so that they could run that final play. And then to pick that play 
Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I felt like if you watch that play, if you look at that play, there were other uh, even open guys that had one-on-one matchups. I know they like that matchup with Mitchell and everything, but I don't know. It, it, it wasn't as bad as Alabama's final play. No. At least they took a shot to the end zone, but it wasn't, it wasn't a well-thrown ball. Um, but it was also defended really well. Let's give credit where credit is due. Uh, that Washington defender, I forget who it was, but they made a hell of a play on the ball. And so, yeah, you kind of got to put that, you know, I think, I think it was Lance Zerline that broke it down and said, Hey, you gotta, you, you know, run that differently. I think they, uh, they, instead of fading towards the back of the end zone, he suggested that they um, run to the front of the end zone and that that would have been a touchdown. I don't know. I'm not an X's and O's guy. I can just tell you that watching it, um, you feel like there was other opportunities on the field. And I get it. I get where they went and why, but it just, I don't know. I didn't like that particular play call. I felt like they had had other and, and better plays that worked out. So um, <clears throat> I got to figure out why these alerts aren't working. Joe Pro. Thank you for resubscribing for 14 months, my friend. Very much appreciated. Welcome to the show. Hello, sir. How are you? Uh, okay. And did we get, did we get total Dallas timed out? Did somebody, CC's not here. Did somebody get total Dallas timed out by the way? Um, yes. Oh, CC did do it. She's lurking. Uh, okay. So look, I, this, this is, If I'm being honest, this is why they lost, kind of. It's actually not the real reason that Texas lost. And and no, it's not because Matthew McConaughey got to be on the sidelines, which was super annoying. Uh, and LT brought that up, or LZ brought that up on Twitter as well. But I noticed that, and I said that to my wife. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, Mitchell scored a touchdown in the third, I believe. No, the fourth, start the fourth quarter. And they follow him to the bench. As he gets over there, Matthew McConaughey comes up and starts patting him on the back. Why are you there, bro? Why are you there? Get out of the bench. Like, go sit in a press box somewhere or something. Why are you there? You don't coach. You don't play. You stop. That's weird. It's just weird. And that's why you lost, kind of. I mean, it's not. It 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 might have been the football gods, like, Hey, this is weird and to stop this, but the real reason that they lost is old Teddy Cruz uh, showed up wearing his burnt orange. And we all know as Astros fans how that goes. So. That's that's why. Uh, forget what the pundits say. Forget what the experts say. Uh, well, they couldn't stop them. Nope. Teddy Cruz, put it in a box score. You just, you know what? If you wanted to be a lot more accurate, you go to the box score. And, and at the very bottom, right here, look, let me show you. At the very bottom of the box score, okay? Because that this is, this is the facts. This is just the God's honest truth. All right, you come over here to the box score, and, and you go to team stats. 
and you have first downs. Okay, great. Washington only had two more first downs. That's not crazy, especially given that third quarter. That's amazing. Total yards, 532 to 498. Not a huge difference. Not a huge disparaging. I can't say that word. Disparity. 430 to 318, but Texas got to run the ball well, and and, uh, Washington couldn't stop the run, and that's going to be interesting playing Michigan. Um, Penalties, Texas was heavily penalized. Time of possession, not good. All that, and they were still a play away. But what you add down here at the bottom is you add a row, and you put Ted Cruz's, and you put one under Texas and zero under Washington, and that... That's why they lost. Terrible. Um, Clarence said he's always on the sidelines. Uh, yeah, what up, Alec? Good to see you, buddy. Um, that's fine if he's always on the sidelines, but it's just weird to be in the mix amongst the team. Now, I don't watch a lot of Texas football, but I, I would have had the same take if I'm watching it and, you know, and I saw it during the regular season, I'd be like, yo, this is just stupid. I mean, you don't see that at like, I don't know. If I was, if I was, uh, if I was watching uh, Texas Aggies, who would be, I mean, if, if Matthew McConaughey is on the UT sidelines, who would be on the sidelines for, or the Aggies. It would it would it would probably be no Matthew McConaughey. Uh, I don't know. It would probably be that dude with the weird tooth. What's that dude's name? Uh oh my god. What's his name? Yeah, you won't get that anywhere but Barry on deck. What? with the hot take um oh what is the dude's name oh wow i didn't realize that. i just googled uh actor with bad teeth and boy oh boy there is a whole oh steve buscemi oh not johnny mansfield no no not david nuno it'd be steve buscemi that'd be that'd be the aggie equivalent of matthew mcconaughey you know what i mean you got you got you got ut over there they got they got a sexy stud who doesn't shower, and I condone that. That's fine. I'm not judging. If it's good enough for Matthew McConaughey not to shower, it's good enough for me. Look how much look how much cat that dude's slaying. Huh? Huh? Shock said send Rick Perry to Aggie sidelines to even it up. Oh God. No. Gerard Johnson, no. Toby Keith is an OU fan. That's right. Wrestling announcer Jim Ross is on the sidelines of every Sooners home game, but doesn't interact. See? And that's my point. I get it. There's always, there's always celebrities on the sidelines. That's, I, I, that's not my thing. That's not what I care about. There's always going to be, you know, attention whores and celebs chilling in the cut, watching a foosball game. Right, but if I'm watching the Aggies and and uh, they score a touchdown and and whoever it was 
runs to the sidelines, and Steve Buscemi comes out, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is up, fellow teenagers? No, that's not okay. Dude, take your weird teeth and get out of there. Cece says, rip voice to text. What? Rick Torn is an Aggie? <laughs> oh, Rip Torn. Rip Torn is an Aggie? No. Is that true, Cece? Now I got to Google that. I got to Google that. Matthew McConaughey is a professor at UT. Oh, he's a professing his love for football? <laughs> See what I did there? Huh? Nailed it. Okay, it's not even worth it. Um, Lyle Lovett, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. What did I come back to? I don't know. I think Rip Torn is a Houstonian. Is he? Who's gonna go? Who's going to hand out hundred dollar bills for good plays if he's not there? Does he do that? No, he does not. Does he really? Yeah, yeah. I I put I put more. Emphasis on Bumby being a professor than I would Matthew McConaughey. By the way, am I saying it right? I want to say McConaughey, 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 McConaughey don't give a shit. Even though I said, how much money did Mattress Mac lose last night? I don't know. Did he have money on the game? That wouldn't surprise me. That wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> I believe Lou said nice hoodie. Have spilt anything on it. Nope, not yet. Chilling like a villain. Not, not yet, baby. Not yet. Just, you know. It smells like cigars and, and sweat. Uh, I like to you wear it when I go outside and smoke cigars, and then I wore it today for my walk. So, yeah, it stinks. I mean, I washed it. I washed it after my last cigar session, but, yeah. Am I the only one that heard Matthew McConaughey was working on a Manny cast type thing for the broadcast? Oh, jeez. Oh, I can't wait to hear somebody whistle when it sucks, though, Sam. I kind of, you know what? I'm kind of, you know, I, I, I listen. I won't say I read because I can't read, but I, 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 uh, I listened to his book, Greenlight or whatever. It was good. It was really good. It was really good. Um, but I think I don't like him. And not not just because of, you know he's a UT honk and a UT diehard, and I grew up an Aggie fan. That's not it. It's those damn Reliant Energy commercials because I know how unreliant their energy is. Yeah, but we don't. We, it's, that's that's not reliance. That's 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 a center point. Not reliance. It's the same company. They had to spin off because of Dreg, but it's the same damn company. Ain't nobody fooling me with that. What does that say? Cece said, "Oh no, what? I was saving my money for here, so I saved a lot of money." I don't know what that's for, Cece. What you uh what you talking about, girl? What you talking about, girl? Are we naming famous Aggies and Longhorns? No, I was trying to come up with 
a name of somebody that would be on the sidelines for Aggie games that would be like the exact opposite of Matthew McConaughey because kind of the Aggies are the exact opposite of the Longhorns in that they'll never do shit. Oh. Dre asked if I went to the Rose Bowl. Gotcha. Gotcha. I see now. Bama coming to Houston, Truman. Bama coming to Houston. What? No. 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 Pat McAfee is good. He talks a bunch of crap. Pat McAfee and his crew did a Manning Cast type show at the Rose Bowl. Uh, okay. Uh, by the way, all my homies hate Baker. Send him to the uh, Guangdong Tigers. Oh, that's not good. Only highlights was at least winning a New Year's Six Bowl. Well, there you go. Bo Nix. Um, oh, yeah, that's a good question, Shock. Shock said, who do you wish was an Aggie alum that you'd want on the sidelines? Now, that, that is why Shock is who he is and does what he does. You see that? That's a driver right there. That is a guy who can spark a whole segment of conversation with one question. That's why Shock is good at what he does. Miss working with him. Tis a good question, Shockadopolis. Who would I want to be the most famous Aggie celeb? Taylor Swift. And if it's not going to be Taylor Swift, Holly Berry. And, and, and hear me out. Hear me out. It has nothing to do with football. I just, I just want to see her in like a really tight Aggie's halter top. Maybe some Aggie yoga pants. Mm. That, that, that would be... Mm. Yeah, Tracy, not the Swifties. Yes, the Swifties. Bro, do you understand the ramifications of Taylor Swift being the most famous Texas Aggie of all time? Do you understand how big that would be for that university? The NIL money? Uh, what? Come on, fam. So I'm either give me Taylor Swift or give me Holly Berry, who's super hot. You know, I don't know if she's still hot. I think she's still hot. So, <sighs> she ain't the best cat woman. Also, black women look good in Maroon. Okay. I don't understand what the, who gives a shit about the first one? Big Boss said that person has to be a Hollywood meets Texas type of person. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, God, no. Oh, my God. I almost made a bunch of inappropriate jokes. No. No. No, thanks. I said what I said, okay? Shock didn't put stipulations on it like the rest of you jerks. Look, look, Dre said Salma Hayek. I ain't mad at that. I ain't mad at that. But 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 you know what? He didn't ask y'all. He asked me. This is my Aggies. My question. You go, I don't know. You go whatever U of H weirdo celebrity you need to have on the sidelines at a at a cougar game sheila jackson lee or some bullshit that'd be why they lose ted cruz is to the longhorns what sheila jackson lee is to the cougars Ugh. gross 
Uh, so why not? She's thin now and really pretty. Who, Kelly Clarkson? Is she thin now? Is she? I don't believe you. That's my favorite gift. That's my second favorite gift of all time is uh, Anchorman. And he pulls out the cigarette and goes, I don't believe you. I don't know why that makes me so funny. Kelly Clarkson. Uh, oh, she is. Oh, 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 Zampic. You know. Uh, she sure is. Sure is getting back to it. I mean, look, what I loved about it is it, it it's so funny. Yo, what's up, Christy? Good to see you, sweetie. This is what's funny to me. Is that when people like your boy are fat, they're like, hey, man, ain't nothing wrong with being fat. I'm just being who I am. I love the skin you're in, right? I mean, Lizzo is the the newest one, but Kelly Clarkson was like that. When she started gaining weight, she's like, I don't give a shit. This is who I am. I'm Kelly Clarkson, and I like delicious meals and not working out. And I don't care if y'all think I'm out of shape and ugly. It doesn't matter. What matters is what's behind these hazel eyes. Didn't know I could do that, did you? <laughs> yeah. So it was, you know, we got fed that line from her, right? I just, I'm just, I just love the skin I'm in. I'm just happy being who I am. And you either like me for who I am and what I look like or you don't. Oh, there's something where I can lose weight and how much? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's get skinny. Let's get sexy in this bitch. But, but Kelly, what about the love the skin you're in? Mm-mm. No, mama needs to get sexy. I mean, that's just how it goes. Oh, evil death. Now, listen. Look, I love you, buddy. And I love Holly. Uh, but Holly doesn't have nearly the celebrity cachet required to be on the sidelines. You might as well put and nominate me for the Aggies. That's how ridiculous that is. And I love Holly. Holly's great. But she does not have the celebrity cachet to be on the sidelines for Cougar games. No. No. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. All right, let's get to the other football game. There was another one, and we need to get to it. Um, let me get this out of the way. Uh, close. Damn it. Where's my producer at? Oh, that's me. Uh, the other college foosball game. Q-Dab said her OnlyFans is mid, so I hear. Her OnlyFans isn't about sex. I think she said one time, she was like, it's just going to be gambling pics and feet pictures. So if you're not into those two things, probably not going to like it. Amos said fat singers are way more acceptable to the public than fat TV hosts. Very true. Very true. Very true. Taylor could be on the sidelines of any sports organization. Yes, she could. Jennifer Love Hewitt. I think she's from College Station. Okay. No one 
cares? Um, Kelly Clarkson is on a Luther Vandross plane. Gain a shit ton of weight in odd number of years. Thins out in the evens. Oh, uh-huh. is that? Okay. Alex said, who's the hottest celebrity for HCC? And Potch said, Truman. And both of you can kiss my ass. Kiss my ass. All right. I know, Cece. Get it off your chest, girl. Get it. Let it out. Let it out, Cece. Let it out. It was a stupid call. And it made it made the final sequence for Texas look genius at, compared to what they ran in this game. I did not understand it. Why would you run into the teeth of that Michigan defense on the final play? Now, depending on who you talk to and who breaks it down, and I'm not an X's and O's guy. I don't go back and like, I got the all 22s. I'm going to break this down and pretend like I'm smart. Okay. Okay. I don't do that. I just watch games and comment. And my comment is, that's a stupid-ass play call. But. Did he run it right? Somebody broke it down and was like, well, technically, if you look, they pulled the guard in the center. And what he should have done is he should have um, broke that play out to the left. He just ran right up the middle. Didn't even get like a yard and a half. Done. Ball game. Over. But instead, it was supposed to be like a, I don't know, not a read option, but he was supposed to, quite frankly, he was supposed to go left. He didn't, and I thought, I thought, my two pennies, watching the game and watching his reaction afterwards was that um, when he threw his helmet in disgust, it was because he knew he made a mistake. And is it just me, and, and, and... Correct me if I'm wrong and tell me that it's just me if it's just me. But I feel like of all the quarterbacks that we see held in high regard throughout college football, including Jaden Milrow, and rightfully so. I mean, the kid did some fantastic things but it just seems like he's the only one that makes some of the dumbest boneheaded plays. And you go, what are you doing? Why? And I'm not just talking about an interception or, you know, a bad read. I'm just saying like, you just, some of the things he does, you're like, what? Why would you do that? Urkel, calm down. What can I do that? It's like it's like boneheaded stuff like that. You're like, bro, did you really butt fumble? Did I do that? Oh my god. Urkel Milroe, what are we doing, bro? Like I'm I'm again, I'm fine with mistakes. Kids are gonna make mistakes. You know, these athletes are gonna make mistakes. Defenses are out there. The it's it's not easy to play quarterback. It just seems like some of the things he does, you're like, oh. There's just like this, the the gap between um, GOAT 
and goat, right? Like goat, like greatest and goat, like <laughs> scapegoat. His gap is so close. And everybody else is, they'll do some goat shit and then, you know, they'll make some dumb plays, but it's not like, I don't know. I just watch him and go, what? What? It's just, I don't know. That's just me. That's just me talking. But I just feel like the when he fails, he fails spectacularly. Um, But I still think that with all the mistakes, and Mark brought up a good point. We're going to talk about uh, Bama's center, how bad he was. Look, everybody's entitled to make mistakes. Those, was he bad? Yeah. Did that cost them the game? No. Because you still had one play. I mean, the game went to overtime. So it's, you know, I mean, they didn't lose because of the bad snaps. They lost because of a terrible play call. And had they ran a pass play like they should have, or maybe a you know an RPO type play where you you know you roll Milrow out, and if the defense doesn't come, then you run, and if they do come, you you know you look for you I don't know, I don't know. That was just bad. Oh yeah, I, listen, I'm not excusing what the center did. I'm I'm certainly not excusing it, but to say that that would be why they lost the game would would just be incorrect. Because they didn't lose by 20 points that were caused by his bad snaps. Did it stall out drives? Did it met? Yeah, sure. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Michigan tried to give it back with the boneheaded uh, f- f- muffed punt at the end. I mean, like, this is every everybody is out there making mistakes. You know what I mean? No one mistake by any one person is the reason they lost the game. But if you want to pinpoint something, that last play left a lot to be desired. That's just a fact. Like, that last play was really, really bad. And and of, of, of all the, the, the opportunities that they had to try to win that game or just remain it, I think my cat is freaking out. I'm going to take a quick break. I don't know what's going on out there, but that does not sound good. Um, but, yeah, of all the – like, it's just tough to pinpoint depending on one thing. I mean, look, giving up six sacks, you're not going to – you think that is, is – is, you don't think that's as bad as a few bad snaps? Six sacks, those are drive killers. Some of them were drive killers. And it's like, yo, are you? Why are you hanging? Why are you getting sacked so bad, Milro? I get it. The the protection hasn't been great, but you got to make those reads. I tweeted it out. I, I didn't feel like he was picking up the blitzes at all. He wasn't making the hot read. He wasn't even identifying it. Just going down in a heap like a like he looked like Matt Schaub out there in a fainting goat. So, uh, CC said the defense finally adjusted after the half. Yeah. But 116 passing yards 
is why is part of the reason why they lost. They could not get anything going in the passing game. Some of that due to Milrow. Some of that due to the pass rush. Some of that due to the O line protection. So there's a there's a lot to it. Michigan was the better team. They proved to be the better team. Would Florida have State have fared any better against Michigan or Washington? I don't know. Doesn't matter. We got two really, really good playoff games. This one went to overtime, uh, and the other one came down to the final play of the game. I'm happy with the way college football uh, playoffs went. And you know what? The two best teams in football are playing for the national title, and at the end of the day, that's all you want. That is all you want is you want to see the two best teams in the country play each other for the national title. And in this case, we got it. Both these teams undefeated. Both these teams with big wins. So, all right. Uh, yo, what's up, Papa Bank? Good to see you, brother. Uh, okay, and they're being reprimanded for it too, Clarence. What? Oh yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that too. When we come back, we're gonna dive into NFL. We'll uh, we're work our, work our way around that. I got a couple of videos for you. We'll do some injury updates. And we will uh, we'll break down some of these games. I got playoff updates, all kinds of good stuff coming up. But let me go see what's wrong with this cat. They're yelling, and I don't know. It sounds bad out there. So give me a couple of minutes. I'm going to find that out what's going on. Uh, we're going to take a break and then come back, and we'll pick up the sports talk and convo and everything else. So uh, stick around. Don't go anywhere. I know a lot of you like to leave during the break. Don't do that. Don't do that. We got a lot of fun left to be had. So stick around. We're back right after this. This is Barry Deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinick. Don't leave.
into the last hour. Barry on deck. I'm your host, Barry Lavinette. Thank you guys for sticking around through the break. Those of you that did, actually pretty good, everybody. Pretty good, ladies and gentlemen. Most of you stuck around through the whole thing, and I like it. Look at CC. I shot 90 yesterday with a worse hangover, so maybe we can't. What? CC's goal, your goal was to break 80, right? I saw that. Uh, I can probably shoot uh, less than 100 CC. Let me know when you have a tad nice. Yo, what's up, Houdini? Good to see you, man. Um, like that the chat is arguing about bad calls in the NFL. Love it. Love it. The never-ending saga of bad calls in the NFL. Speaking of the NFL, let's get to some game action. Uh, I have all of your scores right there. You look at them. Let's run through some, shall we? Uh, CZ, the best I ever shot was 86. So, I, I hope to God you break 80. That would be fantastical. Uh, and you can do it. I know you can. All right. Um, here's your scores from week 17. By the way, fantasy updates tomorrow. For some reason, my fantasy um, updater thingy is not working. And I don't know why. Uh, but I couldn't get week 17 round one uh, scores updated. So I'm not sure what was going on there. But at least, at least I have most of the NFL. I think I'm missing uh, one game. Whatever. And if it's your team, suck it, nerds. All right. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Um, Browns beat the Jets. And folks, can we just start with the fact that how is this happening? How is this Browns team doing this? What what smoke admit? What deal with the devil? I mean, Joe Flacco, and this this I almost I almost lost my mind. Um, somebody y'all know me in this whole MVP conversation, right? I'm like every week it changes. And they're like, ah, yeah, Dak Prescott MVP, Jalen Hurts MVP, Christian McCaffrey, Every week, it's whatever the hot team is. They want to come up with that's who the MVP is, and that's fine. As a talking cabeza, um, I get it, but. I draw the line. Let me be like that guy on TikTok. Come so close. I draw the line on Joe Flacco MVP talk. I will not. I will not. I refuse. Do I look yellow, by the way? Okay, I got distracted. I refuse. Nay, I shan't allow this Joe Flacco MVP talk. It is, it is, it is stupid. It is reckless, and it it's it's just by God. It, no, it's not okay. 
comeback player of the year, whatever. You can't give Joe Flacco the MVP. Okay, it's just, it's just no, no, no. You're not going to do it. But now they're like, oh, Christian McCaffrey. Now they're like, oh. In fact, I, let's look up. I, I didn't even look it up. Let's see. Um, NFL MVP odds. Let's look it up right now. Vegas Insider has. Oh, let's see here. There we go. Uh, I guess it just depends on where you look. See? Um, yeah, that's a lot of different. Let's find a different link. Uh, Fox Sports. And the only reason I want to use one of these instead of like ESPN is just ESPN is, of course, just f- forcing ESPN bets down our throats. It's like, let's just I don't want that. I don't want you to do that. You never used to cover gambling and betting like this. Could you just go back to doing what you did? It's gross. It's gross. Yeah, and I totally agree with you on this. On this, Clarence, we can agree one million percent. And I love me. I love me some D'Amico Ryans. And had Cleveland not been 11 and 5 right now, or yeah, 11 and 5, D'Amico Ryans is your. coach of the year but what kevin stefanski has done with cleveland with a uh, losing deshaun watson bringing in joe flacco with a myriad of injuries i mean somebody used it this wasn't me but somebody used it and it's the greatest point you could make about all this it's a tale of two teams and it was the tale of two teams in this very game it was the tale of two teams in that. It was the tale of two sidelines. Both of these teams, the Jets and the Browns, suffered catastrophic injuries and losses to their starting quarterbacks. And we're not talking about losing, you know, Gardner Minshew. We're not talking about losing Trevor Lawrence. We're talking about losing Deshaun Watson and Aaron Rodgers. One of these teams folded up and quit. And the other one, and look, both of these teams have really good defenses. You saw what that Jets defense did to the Texans. Don't sit there and tell me that's not a good Jets defense. That's a damn good defense. And isn't that odd that in a game of two really good defenses, they put up 57? I'd have to go back and look at the Laminator 5000 and see what the over-under was. Two really good defenses, two teams that, you know, for better or for worse, just riddled with injuries. One quit, and the other one has clinched a playoff spot and is scary. Scary. Dare I say Scary. You know, Jen is feeling it, boy. Browns fans just got to be so excited. All right, here you go. Um, this is Fox Sports MVP odds. Damn! Favorite to win NFL MVP, it's Lamar Jackson in the field. Lamar Jackson is a minus 10,000. Dak Prescott's second at plus 1,800. Brock Purdy's plus 2,500. Trevor Lawrence is plus 3,000. Josh Allen plus 3,000. 
Christian McCaffrey is 4,000. Tyreek Hill, 10,000. Tyreek Hill should have been a lot higher than that, but I get it. He got hurt. <laughs> what? 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 What is this? Why is Bailey Zappy? 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 Why is he on this list? That is ridiculous. What? That's stupid. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is not the MVP this year. Sorry. Uh, wonder what was the Lamar MVP at day one of the season. That's a good question. There's got to be a website that goes back and shows you. Erickson has said if Watson doesn't put up this his this numbers next year, the Browns are going to be in trouble. Um, yeah, I think Watson's going to be fine. I really do. I still believe he's got a lot of good football left in him. So. Mason Rudolph should be up there. <laughs> stop this, Papa Bain. You stop this right now. Five QBs before you get to CMC. Yeah, and that seems kind of. Yeah. I'm with you on that, Clarence. I feel like Christian McCaffrey should be a lot higher. Trevor Lawrence is not the MVP. Is not even It's not even a question of, is he in the conversation? No, nor should he be. Nor should he be. Brock Purdy should not be in the conversation for MVP. No, I'm sorry. Christian McCaffrey should be top three on this list. Now, if you want to put Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey as 3A and 3B or as a tandem or a duo, cool. But I think Christian McCaffrey is getting slept on just because he's a running back and not a quarterback. The same way in which up until his injury, Tyreek Hill was getting slept on. And the Dolphins faltered a little bit down the stretch. I get it. But McCaffrey's just next level good. Um, yeah, Clarence said it's Lamar versus the field. Yep. Um, I love when the players and the pictures don't match the current teams. Oh, you're talking about uh, on my scores thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I had. That's what, actually, I'm using ESPN's pictures. So, if the pictures, if they're not in the right jersey, don't blame me. Don't blame me, all right? Um, Where's mine's at? He needs to explain how the Raptors lost to the Pistons. I thought about that when I saw it. I was like, bro, What? That's how bad they're, and then the Raptors go and make that trade with New York. Ooh, ooh. All right, um, let's get through the rest of these scores. Uh, Cowboys and Lions. Well, we got to pause. Got to talk about this. Dak goes for three forty-five, two titties and an int. Ceedee Lamb thirteen catches for two hundred twenty-seven yards and a titty. It's good. Lions have a beef. Whether you think it's legit or not, I think just depends on if you're a Lions fan, a Cowboys fan, a Cowboys hater, or a Lions sympathizer. Because, look, you know, Clarence I saw in the chat was up in arms. That the damn refs screwed that up. I agree. I agree. 
They blew the call. Um, it's not the Cowboys' fault that they won. It is absolutely the refs' fault that the Lions lost. And I think just for me, um, let me see if I can. There was so much video of it. I just want to find an image from that game Uh, because you could clearly see in the video that they showed from like the all 22s or whatever. He clearly goes and reports 70 and 68 from the O-line. They both go, but yet <clears throat> um, for some reason, the ref doesn't acknowledge it. And I think that I, I, I saw somebody in the chat say, well, you know, they had a chance to run it again. Well, that's, that's just not how that works, right? If you score a touchdown or you score a two-point conversion and you did what you were supposed to do by walking over and telling the referee, hey, I'm reporting as eligible. And then they, for whatever reason, don't. Uh, What is that? And I'm out. Great show, Mr. 218. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. We will never get the referee's thoughts. So as Lions fans, it's on to next week. Yeah. Um, I don't know why Hugh Dab is leaving. Oh, my weight. Oh, yeah. And he posted, too. Uh, 1,400 was the odds for Lamar. Watson was 3,000 plus 600 from Mahomes. Damn. Damn. Number 69 reporting. 68 and the Lions screwed up. No. Here's the here's the one thing I... And there was an article in The Athletic that I didn't read and I probably should have for this show. But there's always... There's always the acknowledgement by the referee over the PA, right? Like, there's always... You can clearly hear it on some broadcasts where they're like... Uh, 68 is reporting is eligible. And you'll hear it on the radio. You'll hear it on the TV broadcast. There's also the moment where the referee will acknowledge to the player. I heard you eligible. Got you. And they'll do the double titty rub. That's the, I'm eligible, right? So as a player, you come to the referee. If you're number 68 or number 70 or uh, number 69, all right. Then you come in and you go, Hey, Titty, 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 I'm reporting as eligible. And the referee goes, ah, mm, got you, famo. Titty, titty, titty. And he goes into his little walkie-talkie. Number 68 is reporting as eligible. Boom. And if you don't hear that or you don't see the referee acknowledge you, you got to go back and go again and go, hey, 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 you got me? That's just what I think. Let me see if I can find the video. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lions, Cowboys, refs. 
So here was a photo. I want the video, though. I would like a video. Uh, uh, no, I don't need that. Facebook. That's probably on Twitters, right? Yes, I bet we can find it on the Twitters. Let's go. Uh, Twitter video. Cowboys, Lions, refs. Let's see if that finds it. Taylor Decker did report as eligible. This must be a Lions. Uh, let's see. The latest controversy surrounding. The chef are going to show it? Uh, no, that wasn't it. Um, damn it, I can't find it. Uh, nonetheless, there was uh, there was video where they're both kind of close. But I, I never saw in the video where the referee acknowledged it. Okay, you're reporting as eligible? I got you, 68. I got you, 70. And I think that's that's where I think the mistake might be. But what do I know? Pull it up on Twitter. Yeah, I was looking. What's up? Show me your TDs. Uh, but why did the referee say 70 when the guy was still trotting onto the field as the ref was running towards the defense? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Lions. Cowboys. Refs. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let me see. Copy address. Um, okay. Actually, I'm gonna download it. I'm just gonna download it because I don't. I hate. I hate that you guys can't hear it, and I also just hate like the the whole interface. It's gross. Oh. Um. Let's see. So Emmanuel Acho has something interesting. And this is worth hearing, okay? Uh, because you can clearly hear the ref say number 70 is reporting as eligible. Here we go. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, my God. Why is you doing this to me, baby? What did I say? 70 when I was still trying on the field. Oh, yeah. Well, he played it wrong. He Okay, now I see what you're saying. Hold on one second here. Um, layers. Oh, God. Uh-oh. What do we got? What do we got? There we go. Okay. All right. Here is the video. Now, now <laughs> listen. Here it comes. If he had to make the playoffs, maybe. Is an eligible receiver. Number 70 is eligible. Did you guys hear that? Was that coming through? Yeah, brought in an extra. Oh, look. Was that, uh, did that come through? Let's, let me, uh, let me restart that. So what happens is. Nah. <laughs> 68. If he had to make the playoffs, maybe. Is an eligible receiver. Number 70 is eligible. 
They have brought in an extra oh, look at that. lineman. Okay. So then the play was to 68, if I'm not mistaken. And and, and Emmanuel Acho on uh, the Twitters is saying, yeah, the ref was wrong. However, we're all falsely assuming that the Lions would have scored had the ref been right. Audio from Cowboys radio call reveals the ref stated 70 was eligible per the snap or pre-snap. The Cowboys defense defended the play according to the ref. I don't know. That's a good point, too. So, I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think at the end of the day, you have to, um, if, if, if you didn't hear 68 and, and you're the Lions, you got to go back and say, yo, 68 reported as eligible also, or that was the wrong number, or they're both eligible, 68 and 70. I mean that's kind of on the Lions too cuz it's playing in in the in the stadium. So you got to you got to recognize that. He didn't call my number. I'm supposed to be eligible. This place coming to me. He said 70 and not 68. I got to go fix that. So I think there's some blame in that too. Um but yeah, the ref screwed it up. And you know what though? I mean fortunately it didn't cost the Lions a playoff spot. I mean, a, you know, a berth in the playoffs. But I'll say this, because it's like I said about that Bama game. It wasn't a, a, any one particular muff snap or sack or even a bad play call. I mean, here and there, it was really the last play. But who knows that he even scores on that. Maybe he gets to the one-yard line and gets stopped. You just don't know. In this case, though, these are points being taken off the board because of a mistake. And those points win or lose the game. That's when I think it matters more. That's when it matters more. If this if this was, you know, uh, when, when did this play occur? Let's see. Uh, was this the last... Let's see, skill. Here we go, week 16. This was the last, uh, let's see. Yeah, so they scored with 20, 23 seconds left. <clears throat> so it was essentially the last play in the game. It wasn't, but yeah, it was essentially... Amon Ross St. Brown, 11-yard pass from golf, two-point conversion, failed three times. But that, to me, like, had that occurred in the third quarter, you really got no beef. We lost by two. Eh, You still had a quarter and a half to make up that difference or whatever. But in this case, it's kind of egregious because, yeah, that cost them the game. If that's the ref's mistake, and it is, if he said 70 and 68's the one that reported because 70's running on the field, refs cost the Lions the game, period. But there is blame to be had by the Lions, too, 
because you have to know and hear that it's the wrong number. You have to know that they did not call the player you had intended it to be called. You got to go out and stop and say, yo, no, 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 no. That's not who reported as eligible. And you also have to do that because the defense needs to know. So, I don't know. The guys were trying to tell him to kick the extra point. What? No. Why would they do that? Yeah, show me your TV said Lions should have called a timeout. Exactly. At least go into the ref and say, no, you got that wrong. I'm not calling a timeout. Reset the play clock. You got the wrong number. Um, they literally ran three more two-point plays after your coach has to understand the emotions of players after a bad call and kick the PAT. You don't... I mean, okay. I don't know. You're on the road... You, you've already gotten a two-point conversion once. You've got to feel like you could do it again. <clears throat> uh, I, I don't know. I think part of me, it's on them. I mean, look. I want to argue with you. I really do. I'm trying to think of a. I'm trying to think of a of a reason, but I mean, you're you're kind of you're you're definitely right in that. There's there's nothing wrong with taking the safe route after that happens, right? But going forward again and again, I don't know. It's tough because I know what he's doing. He's trying to go on the road and win and get out of there with a win. Now you got to go to overtime, and I don't know. I probably do that too just because it's safe and I'm super conservative, but analytics may say otherwise. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. It's interesting. Um, It's so much revolves around one play. So much of that revolves around one game. It's crazy. And Eric said they wanted the number two seed. Well, even more reason to go to overtime and, and and try your luck that way, especially after you converted and it failed. I mean, at that point, shit, just, just kick it like they were saying in the chat. But I get it too. Dan Campbell, that's not how he is. He's, uh, he's an angry man. He wants the shit. Um... As the Lions wanted the game over, injuries are starting to pile up rather than further exhaust the players' injuries for minimal gain. Playoff seating is important. Especially in the wild card round. And going through the division. And yeah, I mean, you you, you definitely want that number two seed, but I get that too. I don't know. There's a lot. There's a <laughs> What's crazy is when you think about it, just for a simple two-point play, there's a lot to unpack with it. A whole lot. So, uh, But we do need to get to the rest of the scores. But, uh, I mean, I, I this is one of those things where 
I see all sides of it and I, uh, none of you are wrong. You know, like if you say, well, you got it, you, you already got it once. You should go for two again. I see that. Well, kick the f- kick the extra point. I see that. It's the ref's fault. I get it. It's the Lions fault. I get it. You should go for the two seed. I get it. Nah, there's injuries. Just be healthy. I understand that. There's really nothing. None of those seem wrong to me is what I'm saying. Drayson, how about the Lions don't get stopped on fourth down three times? Y'all are weak. No, that's, again, none of that matters, Dre. Getting stopped on fourth down three times doesn't matter. You had a two-point conversion that won you the game that the referee messed up. None of that, those those getting stuffed on fourth down and all that crap doesn't matter because that's not what cost them the game. That's the whole thing. I, I understand that argument. If those fourth down plays were fourth and goal or fourth and whatever, and that, that was the game was on the line on that fourth down play, but it wasn't. The game was on the line on the two-point play that the referee messed up. So that's the beef, and that's not that's not weak. Now that's the other one. If you want to talk about the two-point th- try on three tries or whatever, okay. But that whole fourth down stuff, that has nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Nothing. Uh, I think the call was correct, realistically speaking. I think the fact the refs called it illegal touching shows that there was more than just a missed call going on. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Lions kick three field goals instead of getting stuffed on fourth down. Doesn't matter. If you look at today's NFL, that going for it on fourth down, that's the norm now. The analytics and the numbers, that's that's what they'll tell you. You go for it on fourth down. That the that that's the smart play. It's what it is. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is the the one the one thing we can say cost them a win was the two point play. All that other stuff doesn't matter because they're still in it, still in it. All right, uh, Buffalo beat uh, the Patriots twenty seven twenty one, and don't look now, <laughs> dude. Buffalo is is scary all of a sudden. The, the two big names that everybody wants to talk about that's like, ooh, watch out. The Rams and the Bills. What is this, five years ago? Four, three years ago? It's crazy. The Rams and the Bills have come all the way back. These two teams early in the season felt downtrodden, felt like it was they were done. What's the point? There's no hope. And another team that people are scared to play is the Browns. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. But yeah, Bills look good. 27-21, big win for them. Uh, I've got your whole playoff picture here. We'll go through that in just a second. Let's get through the rest of these scores. Eagles, what are you doing? What are you doing? You remember five, six weeks ago how we were like, Eagles are the best team in football besides the Niners? It could be either one. And now they're just a miserable heap of a football team. They're not even Eagles anymore. They're the Pigeons, okay? From now on, that's the Philadelphia Pigeons. Until they prove otherwise, that is the Philadelphia Pigeons. I don't want to hear another word about it. That's it. 
They're not eagles. They're not soaring above the clouds. They're pigeons. They're out there eating popcorn and pooping on windshields and the hopes and dreams of their fan base. They're out there pooping on the hopes and dreams of a whole city. It's so bad, though. I mean, it's just like, what are you doing, fam? They're 11 and 5. But they're 1 and 4 in their last 5. Yikes. And their only other loss, by the way, the Jets. Like, come on, fam. What? What is? Come on, baby. What is you doing, Eagles? Eagles, baby. What is you doing? Look at the sketch by the Eagles. Would you look at this? They're like, yeah, we rolling, baby. 5-0. and oh. We beat New England, Minnesota, Tampa, Washington, and L.A. And everybody's like, yeah, you can't beat good teams. They're like, well, we'll show you. We'll lose to a bad one. And then they beat Miami. And everybody's like, oh, okay. Well, maybe they're pretty good. And then they beat Washington. And then they beat Dallas. And everybody was like, oh, Jalen Hurts, MVP. And then they beat Kansas City. Everybody's like, oh, my God. No way they beat Buffalo. Oh. They beat Buffalo. What? And the Eagles go into the San Fran game 10 and 1. Having beaten Dallas, Casey, and Buffalo in a row and Miami over their last four games or five games. Yeah. And then they lose to San Francisco and wasn't even close. They got annihilated. And then they lose to Dallas. Wasn't even close. And you're like, well, that's okay. We've got Seattle and New York and Arizona coming up. We'll write this ship. No, the hell no, you won't. Like I said, they're now one in four over their last five games. Uh, it's cost them the division. And they got the Giants left, whom they beat. It's just bad. It's bad for Philly. Uh, the real point is, unless your team makes it to the Super Bowl, we're all chokers. Yeah. I would disagree, CC, in a way, simply because some teams didn't even expect to be good. The Colts, the Texans, right? So just, I mean, just making the playoffs and having a winning record. The Steelers, Mike Tomlin did it again! Ah! Some of these teams are supposed to be bad. And they're not. That's good enough for some fan bases right now. A few years from now, yeah, sure. We can talk about that Super Bowl or bust stuff, but some teams, they're just happy to be there like the Browns. I mean, the Jets would love to just be a wild card right now. I promise you. Promise you. Um, More scores, more scores. Heck, I missed a whole thing. Yeah, I missed this. Uh, here's Chicago and Atlanta. Atlanta faltering down the stretch. They're still in the hunt, but damn. What is you doing, Atlanta? Uh, Chicago beat Atlanta 37-13, or 17, excuse me. Colts barely get by their Raiders. Um, Colts jumped out to an early lead, if I'm not mistaken. The Raiders... Yeah, Colts were out early, 14-3 at half. Raiders made a game of it, putting up 17 in the final half, but not enough. Uh, and then the the Rams barely, doesn't matter how, 
Just got to do it. Rams beat the Giants. 26-25, Tyrod Taylor had him down. And again, another, like, what? Another controversial call in this game. Final drive, trying to win, and they call a run play with time winding down. And it was like, what was that for? Even Brian Dabble was, you could see, he was met, he was on the comms with his OC. Like, what in the hell is that? What is that? Why did you do that? Mason Crosby did miss a field goal. Derp. So bad look, but poor Giants. Rams move on, though. 26-25, big win for them. Gets them into the playoffs. There's your Eagles loss to the Arizona Cardinals. That came down to the wire. Cardinals pulled it off. Uh, Bucks and Saints. Saints, I didn't watch this game. I couldn't tell you about this, but damn. Bucks trying to stay in the playoff hunt and can't even win at home. What are we doing? Niners beat the Commanders. We pretty much expected that. Jags. Whoo! Let's talk about this game for a second. Simply because the owner threw a drink on a fan. Not the Jags owner. Dave Tepper. Not ESPN's Dave Tepper. The Carolina Panthers. Dave Tepper. So frustrated in the owner's box that he... (laughs) Threw a drink on a fan. There should be consequences and repercussions for that. They would find a player. They would suspend a player. They would throw out a player. We're talking fan safety here. Okay. What if that alcohol would have gotten into his eyes and burned it in? What worse? What if it would have gotten into his mouth and tasted delicious and caused him to get more of them? Because you know, you come on. Let me tell you something. Dave Tepper ain't throwing no $4 well whiskey at a fan, okay? Dave Tepper's out there throwing $100 bottles of scotch on people. So now you're just out there tossing out hundo bottles of scotch in people's face, and they go, "Eh." damn, let me get some scotch. And now they drink too much, and now they're drinking and driving. Could have killed somebody, Dave Tepper. See, that's why I like Cal McNair. You know what I mean? Cal McNair in the owner's box, mad because somebody says something bad about the Texans. What does he do? He throws his icy in their face. He got a little slush, little cherry limeade slush from Sonic with the nerds in it. Because, you know, he was like, oh, whatever, pal. Sploosh. And that guy's not going to drink and drive and kill somebody. He just may, I don't know, gain some weight. Because of the caloric intake, worst case, he loses a foot from diabetes. Either way, nobody's dying. Not like Dave Tepper. It's disgusting, and the NFL should do something about it. And that might have been one of the dumbest things I've ever done. Okay. How do you get out of here? Um, (laughs) uh, Remember Bud Adams flipped off the fans? Oh, yeah. Classy Bud Adams, huh? Um, Eric said, I'm a soccer guy, but I like to watch all sports except golf. Yeah, you did, Angus DC. How beautiful was Jimmy's induction, though? I didn't watch that. 
Nobody cared about that except Cowboy fans. All right? I mean, good for you. Happy for him. Happy for you guys. It's awesome. Nobody gave a shit about that except Cowboy fans. Nobody. Not a one. Uh, Ravens beat the Dolphins, and it wasn't even close. I noticed that Heartthrob ain't in here talking shit about that. 56 to 19. Yikes. Um, and then there is, let's see here. Uh, Seahawks beat the Steelers. Or sorry, Steelers beat the Seahawks. I quit you, Barry. What? Listen, you can't quit me. Just because I keep it real. Tell the truth. How many to know? Cece, you can't quit me. How many times have I defended your raggedy-ass team all year and your raggedy-ass quarterback against your own fan base, no less? You can't quit me. At least I'm honest. I've never just been a Cowboys hater. I'll tell the truth. And the truth is, nobody gives a shit about Jimmy Johnson going in the ring of honor except Cowboy fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's not be so aggressive, Dre. Eric's just having a good time. He's just a just a friendly fella. Um so uh Steelers beat Seattle. Mike Tomlin guaranteed another winning season. Broncos beat the Chargers in the terrible bowl. And the uh Chiefs beat the Bengals 25 to 17 in the wow, this game would have been fun to watch a couple of years ago, bowl. And that's it. That's all the games. That's it, right? I didn't did I miss any games? I don't think I missed any games. Um I don't Did I miss a game? That maybe I don't know. Was there uh the Texans beating the Titans? Ah, suck it, nerds. Let's talk about it. Ha <laughs> ha! Titans come rolling into town, acting like they're bad. Eh, we're going to be because we don't know why. We'll probably split. Nope. Take that shit back home. You suck. I award you no points. Here's my favorite part of the Texans-Titans game. It's this clown-ass dude. Now, listen, I warn you, full disclosure... Um, what I'm about to play, there is a lot of cursing in this. Okay. There's a lot of cursing. And, uh, it looks like you go, Jimmy Johnson, three years of the hall of fame team. And what did he do after that? Absolutely nothing. Still can't take away those three years. Um, Russell Wilson being benched is an, interesting topic oh that really is we need we're gonna get to that tomorrow i promise yeah that'll be tomorrow but what we need to talk about right now is texans titans okay let's finish let's finish up strong chap let's finish this show on a positive note you know h-town stand up h-town represent right back the beautiful thing about this was a couple of things. It was the return of CJ Stroud. Yay. It was the return of Will Anderson Jr. Yay. 
it was a game in which you saw the offense get back on track and be the offense that we had seen and watched all year when C.J. Stroud was on the field. Yay. Um, it was also a game in which the team as a whole, it was a must-win game. And the team as a whole responded in such a positive and effective manner. One that at... Sorry, there's a bug on my ring light. That as a Houston Oilers slash Texans slash sports fan, I'm not used to the outcome being that prolific. What we as Houstonians and Houston sports fans, not you fly-by-night, mamby-pamby, bandwagon-ass fans, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the diehards, the fans that have lived and breathed Houston sports in this city from as far back as we can remember. What we're not used to is when it's nut-cutting time is that the team that we root for goes out and just absolutely dominates. We're not used to that, especially in football. They might make it close. It may be a nail-biter. It may just squeak out a win. More often than not, it ends in disappointment. More often than not, it ends in sadness. More often than not, it ends in, in disappointment and sadness and shame and hate. But... Not this time. The Texans went out and absolutely rolled the Titans. Um, And what I loved about it is they left no doubt. The defense contributed. The offense contributed. This offense looks totally different when C.J. Stroud is on the field. It's obvious. And if it wasn't obvious before and you thought, oh, anyone can run this offense because it's, uh, it's Bobby Slow at calling plays, or it's uh, the, the the receiver. No, it, it was so obvious now when Keenum and Mills versus Stroud running this offense. Look how quick the ball got out. Just that alone was evident. The running game was better because you had to respect. It was just it's just it's a different team altogether. Um, it was fun, and the fact that it was the Titans. Just made it that much better. Especially when you got... Now, I love Titan Hugo. Titan Hugo, he's a diehard Titans fan, and I respect that. But he's not a Titans fan like this Titans fan. You're about to hear some words that you probably shouldn't hear at work, so if you need to put in headphones, I'm giving you to the count of three to get your headphones out or turn down the volume. But watch this. Three, two... One. Damn, motherfucker! You know what time it is? Hey, the beautiful thing about these division games is you always get a chance to get your motherfucking lick back. And today, we get our chance to get our motherfucking lick back. And guess what? We gon' get our motherfucking lick back because we always get our motherfucking lick back. Hey! 
Go ahead and put these punk motherfuckers back in their goddamn place and remind them of how sorry they really fucking is, regardless of they punk ass motherfucking mediocre ass record. Now take the fuck up! It's game day! Let's go! He's very aggressive, first of all. That guy's super aggressive. A lot of foul language. Lots and lots and lots of foul language. And, oh, CC, who's the Titans quarterback? It's Will Levis. And... This, this 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 guy said a lot of things that didn't make sense. He said things like uh their their terrible record. Uh what is he said he called their 9 and 7 record mediocre. The Titans are 5 and 11. Uh, he, he, he's wearing a hat, by the way. And this is the part that kind of stumps me a little. He's wearing a hat that says Houston on it. Bro, what? What? Why does your hat say Houston? Which one? What? Are you from Houston? And this is the way you... What? And I agree with Jared. First of all, too many F words. I don't use that word. I don't condone it. I don't like it. It was a lot. It was Even for me, it was a lot. Tony Hanson said, that's Titan Hugo, isn't it? No, that is not Titan Hugo. Uh, I lost respect for his energy with all the F words. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. But the beauty and the irony of it is just, just how bad the whole game went. And look, I'm, I'm good. Good for you for being excited about your team. But maybe when your team is 5 and 10, you kind of tone it down a little bit. Especially given how the last game went. The last game wasn't close. I don't know. Super aggro, aggressive Titans fan. And it just meant nothing. End of the day, just got their ass whooped. Uh, Texans win 26 to 3. And uh, I, I got no complaints. I mean, look, look, it wasn't a perfect game. Yeah, Dubs, that's what I said. Your hat says Houston, but yet, okay. It wasn't a perfect game. CJ Stroud with only 213 yards, but a clean game nonetheless, at least. No INTs. You love seeing that. First game back, especially. Singletary kind of got it going again with the 80 yards rushing. They had over 100 yards total. Um, I mean, the defense played well. Defense got a, a, a score. So this is, this is, this was a, a great, game to get under your belt going into the final game of the season and it goes back to what I was saying earlier as as a Texans slash Houston fan we're not used to when the ball is in our court 
as a fan base for our team. When when the ball is in our court, our teams are in a do or die must win situation. We're used to unfolding. Now there's always this week. Okay? I'd be lying if I told you that I think the Texans are going to go in there and beat the Colts. Because the the fact of the matter is the Texans hold their playoff lives in their own hands. They're, they're, They're literally caressing it and stroking it. You're just, you're naughty. If the Texans don't make the playoffs, it will be the Texans' fault. Unless they lose like the Lions lost. But the fact of the matter is, you got to go into Indy and beat Indy, and you're in. Period. End of story. In fact, here's your playoff picture, and that's the the scary good uh, thing about this. Where? Sorry, I thought I had the slide ready to go, but apparently I did not. Uh oh, oh shit. Shoot, I mean shoot. Tight Hugo said, I'm here enjoying this awesome show. Um, there you go. So uh, it, the Ravens have clinched the number one seed in the AFC. The Dolphins, Chiefs, and Browns. Hey, uh, false, false V. I don't know how to say that, but thank you for the follow. Much appreciated. False V. I don't know if I'm saying that right. The Browns have clinched a playoff berth along with the Chiefs and the Dolphins. Ravens have clinched the number one seed, which means they are there are three, count them, three ah, 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 playoff spots left. Uh, the AFC South is up for grabs. All the Texans have to do is win Sunday, and they're in. They hold their debt. Like, it doesn't matter what the Jags or the, the Steelers or the Bills do. If the Texans win, they are in. If they don't win, then there's a bunch of other scenarios that have to take place. Like the Jags have to tie or lose and the Steelers have to lose. And it's like a whole bunch. Um, and I had the damn scenarios. And I lost them. I'll try to get that for tomorrow. Let's see. I'll have those for tomorrow. That's it. That is it in a nutshell. Win and you're in. Uh, Bill's probably going to clinch their game. or, or uh, I imagine that the playoffs end up being the Jags, the Bills, and the Texans. That's just out of pure hope. Now, the, the reality, the realist, the Houston sports realist in me says, yeah, they could lose that. They definitely could lose that. Easily. Uh, NFC playoff picture in case you care before we get out of here and wrap for the day. San Francisco also clinched the number one seed and a first round by in the playoffs. Dallas is in the driver's seat now against Philly and the number two seed. Lions now the number three seed because of the loss to Dallas. Interestingly. Uh, Tampa Bay. And the the Saints and the the Falcons and the they're just Jesus somebody do something okay. So the four that division's up for grabs. Uh, wild card looks like this: the Eagles have clinched and the Rams have clinched. 
So there's one, there's two playoff spots left. One, the divisional winner of the NFC South. Ugh. And the other would be that third wild card spot. And it could be the Packers. It could also be uh, the Seahawks or the Saints or the you know, Vikings. Probably not the Falcons. Probably not the Vikings. I think this comes down to Saints, uh, Seahawks, and Packers. Now, I would like to see. Let's go look at what their schedules look like. Hey, thank you for the spam. Idiot. Jim, what's up, man? Welcome in, Jim. Thank you for the 69. I like uh Hey, in enhanced deep poi. Go have sex with your mom, okay? Stop spamming people's chat. Your mother would be embarrassed if that's how she knew you made a living. Get out of here. Um, Let's see here. Damn, I got hangnails all over the place. What's worse, missing the playoffs or missing the playoffs because of Garner Minshew? <laughs> um... All right, let's look it up. NF schedule. So let's see who's got what left. Week 18. Let's see. Baltimore's at home against Pittsburgh. So uh, in that regard, Pittsburgh. Look, the crazy thing is Baltimore ain't got nothing to play for. I'd be shocked. If they ran Lamar Jackson out there. Shocked. You hear me? Is Dallas playing the Rams? Has that been confirmed yet? Uh, no. Oh, well, maybe it is. Um, No, because if the Rams lose, and it, there might be tiebreaker implications, I think, for that third. Because the Rams could end up in the third spot. and But they can do no worse than the third spot. So we'll see. Uh-oh. Um, so here we go. Here is, we are looking for who. So we know that the, who do the Bills play? Bills play Miami. So the Bills could lose and go 10 and 7, um, and that could muddy the waters up. So weird there, too. Now, over in the <laughs> NFC, uh, you got... Three or four teams fighting for one spot. Let's see. Tampa ends the season playing Carolina on the road. Tampa in the driver's seat there. Uh, the Saints will be playing Atlanta at a home. Okay. Interesting. And then the Seahawks have Arizona on the road. And Green Bay is at home against Chicago. Ooh. Well, I tell you what, a lot of really good games. I mean, not really good games, but no gimmies. No, none of these you look at and go, eh. Other than Tampa Bay playing Carolina, I don't look at all these and go, oh, easy. I mean, Saints-Falcons could go either way. Either way. Um, Seahawks. Who did I say they're playing? Arizona? They just beat Philly. So, I don't know. Plenty of uh, 
intrigue. And I'll I'll have tomorrow. I'll have all the playoff scenario uh, opportunities for you, and uh, we'll go over those. And uh, what else are we going to go over tomorrow? I've got your oh NFL injury report for fantasy going into next week. Real quick, let's just do it. Here's the top four that I had. Uh, Alvin Kamara likely going to miss this week. Well, that changes it then. That changes uh, that changes that Saints game a little bit against Atlanta. Hold the phone, folks. Now, Alvin Kamara, uh, ankle injury likely missing next week. Jaden Reed has a chest injury. They'll be figuring out what his next move is. Timeline TBD for the Packers, who are still in it. Christian McCaffrey has a calf injury. They said it's a calf strain. He could be out two weeks. Good news, if there is any, when it comes to an injury at least, he wouldn't have played this week if he was banged up at all, unless he was going for some record or the MVP. And we just saw he's probably not in the hunt for that. So why risk it? And they get the first round by. So two weeks to get over a calf strain. Good news. You've got two weeks. And then lastly, uh, Ken Walker, the third shoulder injury timeline, TBD running back for the Seahawks also in the hunt there. So there's three or there's four, Really important injury updates for you. And if you're a fantasy owner, take note as well, especially if you have Christian McCaffrey and he's carried you all the way to the final game of the season. And this is why, folks, you don't let your fantasy leagues go to week 18. Whose idea was that? That might have been mine. Okay, I don't know. Oh, damn you, Jim. Hey, Jim, are you streaming today? I'll raid you, buddy. If you're streaming, I'll raid you. How about that? How about that? Hey, appreciate you, Houdini. I'm on. Let's go, Jim. Kicking off the new year with a raid. All right, y'all, hang tight. We're going to raid Jim on sports. Kick this new year off right, people. Um, uh, let me say this. This show felt weird. Okay, I'm not gonna lie. Trying to balance the chat with the non-chat and the sports and the non-sports and we didn't really do much non-sports, but that's okay because we had a lot to cover. I'll try to find that groove. I will. We'll get better. I gotta figure it all out in my head what we do going forward. I do know this. Thanks for coming back means the world to me that y'all show up every day i appreciate it i love you i hope you have a great 2024 uh and i hope i'll see you tomorrow what's up Greg? cc thank you for the 13 bits sweetie give me my money props what oh <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you to everybody in the chat that said good show. Thank you, John Dorier. Gonna try to watch more shows. Thank you, Eric. Much appreciated. Thank you, Ruin. Good to see you, buddy. Oregon is 2024 Fiesta Bowl champs. Let's slow down, Alec. Thank you for the four bits. Oregon's gonna be scary, though. All right. I'll see you guys tomorrow, I hope. Until I do see you tomorrow, do me three favors, please. Do me three favors. Be safe. 
that's important. Love each other. Love each other. All right, and I will see y'all tomorrow. And we're going to rate Jim on sports. Stick around for that. Let's go show Jim some love. And uh, have a great night, guys. Jim, how come you're not showing up? There he goes. All right, we're going to raid Jim on sports. You guys jump in on this raid. I love y'all. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, don't forget, if you're on the Discord, man, give me some feedback on rundowns. Your perfect show rundown. I'm taking it all into account as we look to get better in 2024. Until then. Uh, Godspeed. I love you guys. Enjoy the raid. Bye. Tell Jim I said hello. Eddie's making a YouTube video.